Welcome back. Hello and welcome to the Nintendo Nostalgia Podcast. My name's Chris Warren. I am so excited to be your host today. Also joining me for this episode, we have my good friend and co-host, Joshua Taylor. But also joining me for this episode, we have two guests that I'm so happy that they were able to join us today. So we have Jesse and Kyle. So let's start off with Jesse. Jesse, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Great. Glad to hear that. And Kyle, how about you? Uh other than getting my butt handed to me by a, a monster on Monster Hunter, I'm doing pretty great. <laughs> hey, I had that happen earlier, too. I doubt. <laughs> Seems to be the norm with that game, <laughs> from what I hear. Uh, it is for me. Yeah. Oh, trust me. It is for me. It's like all I know. I don't think I've won anything in that game so far. But, uh, Josh, what about you? How are you doing? Well, okay. I'm um, doing as good as I can. Uh, allergies are awful for some reason as of yeah. like this weekend so i'm gonna sound a little rough but i'm doing my best here <laughs> okay that's all i ask <laughs> no i mean the the pollen lately has been insane my car is typically silver it is as green as green can be and i like i want to give it a car uh you know i want to wash it down but like what's the point because i know tomorrow's going to be just as bad yeah so i feel you and i've been feeling pretty crappy too i don't even really have allergies but i've just been like ugh. It's just been exhausting. <laughs> so I feel you. But uh, without further ado, why don't we get into what we are radical rexing about? All right. So uh, I guess we'll have our guest start us off. So, uh, Jesse, what have you what have <laughs> what have you been radical rexing about? Uh, I mean, honestly, probably um, the new Mario Golf. Um, it's a little bit more than I thought it was going to be. That little reveal that they did um, kind of got me excited for it. So I hadn't really planned on getting it, but now I'm on the fence, kind of leaning towards getting it. So okay. So, so which uh, golf have you have you been playing? Have you is there like a demo that I just don't know about? No, they they did the reveal trailer, so it oh, showed true. all the different modes, the different characters that are in there. So. Yeah, true. I uh, I saw that too, and like I'm kind of excited for Mario Golf. Um, I liked the other ones a lot, um, but the more I see about this game, I'm just like, wow, they put a lot of thought into this game. And it's just like it's a golf game with Mario, but like there's all these modes. The graphics look awesome, so I think it might have to be a day one purchase for me. So I totally feel you there. Um, have you been playing anything? Uh, I've been playing 3D World uh, with the kids, trying to get. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah. Trying to get through that. So, and me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only for like a few short minutes, but yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. So, um, Kyle, what about you? What are you rexing about? Well, I just got uh, K's. I think that's how you pronounce it, or Kaze, in the Wild mm -hmm. Mask in the mail today. So I'm pretty stoked on that. I played two levels of it, and it very much feels like a Donkey Kong game in all the good ways. So. I'm pretty stoked about that. And then tomorrow I have a Xbox Series X showing up at my house. So I'm pretty, really? pretty rexed about that. Oh, nice. So when did you order? Was it last week that you said you ordered Yeah, it was it? last Friday. And it wasn't supposed to show up to till uh, June 3rd. So Yeah, I remember you saying that. So I'm kind of surprised. But hey, whatever. <laughs> That's yeah. great. 
Did you say that you're like most excited for uh, what is it? Game Pass for it? Is that like the main yeah. reason why you got it? Yeah, okay. the one I bought comes with 24 months of Game Pass. So I'm gonna. Oh wow. Yeah, I don't know if I should start another RPG though. I've been wanting to play Dragon Quest. Eleven. Yeah. I mean, but... I, from what I hear, it's like a masterpiece. So um, I think that would be a pretty good way to start. Um, and it looks like stunning. So. Um, Cool. Any other games that you're excited about? Well, yeah, Mario Golf for sure. That looks awesome to me. Yeah. Just like Jesse said. Yeah. Like I'm mm -hmm. very impressed with how that looks. It's given yep. me uh, like all the best GameCube vibes from stuff they were putting out then. Like, yep. yeah, Mario totally. Golf. I, was it Toadstool Tour? Uh, for GameCube? Yeah. Yeah. I love that game. And yep. Same. Did you uh did either of you either um did either of you play what is it the 3DS one I forgot what it's called like World Tour I think I didn't no I, I thought I remember hearing it was pretty good yeah I did too I'm pretty curious about it um the only thing I really remember about it is that the DLC looked pretty interesting um I forget what it looked like but I I kind of feel like there was like a woolly world kind of uh you know series of stages where it had that like stitched look to it and it, you know if i'm right and i could be wrong um that's like really awesome so i hope that they treat uh this golf game with the same amount of like care and um and attention um josh did you want to say something about that the 3ds uh, mario golf game um I, I think it was the dlc it had like all of the n64 uh holes like the whole game on there they looked a little bit different but it actually was it was basically the same thing and they had a few characters as well i think they had like nabbit um toadette and another couple odd ones but yeah it was True. cool just to be able to go on there and play around on all the 64 uh courses again oh wow i had no idea that's my first time hearing that that's pretty cool do they have um those like weird characters from the 64 version like plum and those other like plum random... and charlie and sunny <laughs> yeah. no no they weren't there anymore i, I, I All right. don't well yeah they're not in the new anything <laughs> okay yeah that, that's fine it would just be like a nice little easter egg but i'm not too heartbroken yeah. out there <laughs> okay that's cool um all right and um josh you rex uh radical rexing about anything rex and radical no <laughs> i am um yeah i guess what we're talking about golf that's definitely one of the games i'm looking forward to the most um i've i've loved like the uh 64 one the gamecube one which i've looked high and low for that thing i was even at my mom's this evening digging through old boxes cannot find my gamecube game anyhow um a lot of the handheld ones are good so yeah i'm definitely looking forward to it, it it's it's just a nice thing to kind of chill with um by yourself or grab a couple friends and you know the right people that can appreciate it and to jump in with and the new modes look cool um of course i know that's i kind of hate that it's coming right after e3 because i know something big will get announced and then my mind's not really going to be on it but i don't sure. know but uh yeah i'm other than that like I have been uh, been taking some classes or trying to just yeah, college is expensive. So I've been looking at, uh, is it Udemy? I don't know how to pronounce it, but well, never <laughs> classes know. on there, they go on sale every once in a while. So I took one for game narrative and I completed it. And now I'm taking one that's just more of like writing in general, so to speak. It, it shouldn't take me too long to get through on that one. So I'm just trying to grab those as they go on sale and piece them all together to make something comprehensive and maybe make something out of it. 
Okay. Uh, can't hurt. Cool. Nice. <laughs> but, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, game was, I've kind of uh, gotten, I'm still somewhat on a Mortal Kombat kick. Um, <laughs> had a lot of catching up to do with that with a friend. Um, I've just been kind of all over the place. A little bit of Arkham Knight, actually. I, for whatever reason, hadn't played that one until recently through Game Pass. So Arkham Asylum and Arkham City were awesome. So I'm glad I can finally dig into this one a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. That's a pretty well-rounded <laughs> itinerary of games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot that uh, Arkham Knight came to Xbox. I mean, it makes perfect sense because I know it was like not on Nintendo. So, you know, I'm sure it was on the other ones. But um, I kind of just think of it as like a PS4 game. But how does that play? Because like Arkham City is amazing. It's like, to me, at least like the best Batman game. So how does Arkham Knight compare to Arkham City? It's been quite a few years since I've played City, but I, I played it on the Wii U, and I thought that was awesome, actually, with the gamepad. Of course, yeah. that was early Wii U days, but it, it used the gamepad pretty well. Um, so you don't have that now, but so far, like, from what I can remember, anyway, I can see this maybe being a little bit better in some other areas. Like, the Batmobile stuff is pretty cool. Um, I yeah. feel like I'm way behind on playing this, but it feels new to me, at least. Um, I hope to see more hopefully of that series in some form in the future. True. Yeah. I know there's like that upcoming one, um, like the suicide squad. Yeah. I, I don't know if that like they're making that one or if it's like the other one, but, right. um, yeah, it, I mean, they, they know really how to work the, the Batman license and, um, seeing them kind of pivot to the suicide squad, if that's the right. Yeah. I think that's them. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, like, I just think that's like the perfect way to kind of, branch out with their abilities but still stay true to like what they already know and what they've accomplished on the other ones so um it'll be pretty interesting to see what they accomplished with that with that title um cool anything else that you wanted to add i think it's all okay great uh as for me um i don't know i haven't had haven't had too much time to play games lately but um I'm just really happy that summer is basically here. It's been super comfortable and hot and humid and all the things that I love about summer. So <laughs> that's probably just me, but I love it. Um, I have been playing Diablo 3 with a friend, so we're just making some good progress with that. Um, I had no idea how huge that game is. We just finished the first act. I thought I was almost done, but there's like at least four more huge acts to go through. So we'll see how that goes. Um, also, I got the Shantae Collector's Edition in the mail. I think it was sometime last week after we last recorded. And, oh, God, I love Shantae. It's so good. Have any of you guys played Shantae? I beat the first one that came out on Switch, 100% of it. I can't remember the name. Genie after oh, Half Genie, Half Hero. Genie Hero. Yeah, yeah, I thought okay. it was a really good game. Right? Yeah, it's really good. I like, think I beat them Metro all. Game, the, it's great. Mm -hmm. I think I beat them all. Though that that original one was kind of like one of the tougher ones, just because it's a little more. I don't know if obscure is the word for it, but it's just a little hard to tell where to go next. Um, yeah, but it's still good. They were doing magic on that one. The uh, right? you talking about the Game Boy one? Oh yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've heard. Uh, I think his name's Matt. Is it oh, Matt Boson? Uh, yep, that's the guy, and he was yeah. uh, an IGN guy too. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, he did, uh, or his company did some magic, like the way they figured out. Yep, and I'm. Um, you know what? Things. 
Yeah, totally. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. Like, I'm so happy that he and his company, Way Forward, are getting the recognition that they deserve because for them to make a game as technical, technologically impressive as Shantae is for the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Color, it, it, for it to have all these animations, this amazing music, these like interesting details with like the level design and like the the perspectives that you have in the game is like incredible and I'm, I'm glad that they're kind of getting this like second win of like fandom right now so i'm really happy for them really happy to support them um the collector's edition is really awesome although it comes with things that i don't care for like what am i going to do with the collector's coin i'm just i'm not <laughs> i'm not into that but whatever um uh yeah so i'm i'm playing a little bit of shantae here and there and um, unfortunately, while I did have said in the past, like, oh, I have some free time to play some games. Well, I signed up for a really intense class yesterday, and uh, it's going to be taking me like seven weeks, um, twice a week and, and more than that just to like prepare for it. But um, it's a really, really awesome class. I had the first one today, so I'm excited for that. Um, also... And another thing I wanted to bring up is that our listeners got a taste of our new theme song. So I hope you guys like it. Um, I believe that Jacob and Ryan were able to collaborate to make this theme song. So I, I hope you guys like it. I really like it. Um, have you guys heard it so far, Jesse or Kyle? I have not. Yeah, I don't think so. Jacob usually sends me stuff. He he writes. Oh. So okay. I'll, I'll maybe it's an older one. I don't know. Yeah, do uh, it was um, like I kind of found out about it uh, not too long ago, and um, I was just like, oh, wow, this is great. I don't know how long they've been working on it or anything, but it's pretty cool. So I hope everyone enjoys it. Um, two quick things I wanted to add real quick. Um, I finished The Mandalorian, Josh, and it was uh, it was quite a trip. That uh, <laughs> that last ending or I'm sorry, that last episode was um, oh, unexpected. <laughs> I teared up. Did you? I think yeah. I did. <laughs> I I am I have this emotional attraction to baby Yoda and I need to find a way to have one. <laughs> I need to like raise a baby a baby Yoda. I just like Oh, Grogu. I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um yeah, just like the faces that he makes in every episode. I'm like, so cute. The so. cookie one was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. when he slurps on those little balls, those like slime balls, the eggs or oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like you little devil. I love you. Um, and Kyle, I actually got Kaze or K's, whatever the game is called, like right before I got here, and I'm kind of annoyed that I haven't been able to play it. But uh, I will be speaking to you about that in the near future. So, all, all right. right, cool. Um, so I guess this is a good time for us to get into our voicemails. So, Josh, would you be able to play our voicemail for us? What's up, Mouse Crew? This is Isaac. Just wanted to give a quick call and give a shout-out to you guys. Been enjoying episodes as usual. It's uh, going to be almost summertime, and I enjoyed about the plants, about the uh, different boss fight themes. Uh, real good job. Just keep up the good work, guys. Really appreciate it. But uh thought I'd call in. I heard uh, a rumor going around. I'm sure you guys have heard it. Um, there's supposedly inside Nintendo, uh, the developers of Mario Odyssey are working on a new Donkey Kong game. 
Uh, doesn't seem like it's going to be the Donkey Kong Country. Uh, that's what the rumor is saying. Again, it's just a rumor at this point. But uh, it got me a little excited because I've been looking forward to a new Donkey Kong game. And if it's in the hands of the developers that did Mario Odyssey, I know it'll be a really fun game. should be interesting if that comes to be true. But uh, also, but, uh, you know, what are some possibly on you guys is if you think about developers uh, taking over a franchise or doing some kind of game, uh, what would be your dream developer uh, working on a type of game? Um, personally, I think I'm among many that F-Zero really needs to come back. I've been wanting to see a, a new one with there was more of the arcadey kind of racing games, uh, Midway, did a lot of sports games. That might be another thought. Bring back some of the Mario sports. I'm excited for golf coming out next month, but maybe some more sports games with those like 90s arcade kind of style. Uh, that would be my dream, seeing uh, developers take that kind of a franchise. So just thought I'd throw that out there, but also in case you somehow missed the rumor, uh, see what your guys' thoughts are on this the developers of Odyssey uh, doing a Donkey Kong game. How you feel about it? So, again, thanks again for taking my calls, guys. Appreciate it. You guys take care. All right. Uh, well, Isaac, thank you very much for calling. We always love when you call in. Always good to hear from you. Um, yeah, it's a pretty crazy rumor. Um, another one that I was just not expecting. But, you know, this developer, I believe it's Nintendo EAD Tokyo, who – you know, uh, ironically enough, made uh, Super Mario 3D World the topic that we're going to get into after this. Um, they originally, I believe their very first game was a Donkey Kong game, and that was uh, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat for the GameCube, which is personally one of my favorite games ever, just because of how strange it is, but how good it is at what it is. <laughs> uh, a, a decent platformer a donkey kong platformer using the donkey kong bongos and that's why nintendo kind of handed over the reins for mario to them because they're just so creative and um, they just had so much attention to detail so um, i'm really excited if this is true to see that what they can do with the donkey kong franchise because it's not going to be another bongo game or at least i would hope so uh so what kind of game is this going to be? Is this going to be a 3D game, kind of like Donkey Kong 64? Is it going to be a 2D one, just like kind of different from the country ones? Or maybe it's another country game. I don't know. But um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I love Donkey Kong, and I love this developer. And so everything that they release just turns to gold. I just think they're so talented. Um, but as for developers that could create games that I'm interested in. Um, one that comes to mind, I forget what their name is. I think it's like Shonen Jump or something like that. The people who made like Fast RMX or something, that like F-Zero clone. Um, I believe he said something about F-Zero and they've been making a game that's so similar to F-Zero. Why not hand it over to them? Because they clearly know what they're doing. It's very high quality what they put out. So I think that would be a good one. And um, I also think it's been really interesting when Nintendo kind of commissions these indie developers to create games for their major franchises like um, Zelda, like with a, I think it's like Cadence of Hyrule or something. So I think it would be great if they could, you know, fund these smaller developers and see what they could do with these franchises that they've grown up with and become so fond of. Um, and 
you know, give them this opportunity to get their name out there and, and really flex their creative skills. So um, those are my thoughts. Um, Jesse, what about you? Yeah, as far as uh, a developer, I'm really not sure. That's that's a really good question. I would have to give that one some thought. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to ask. If there was a, a 3D Donkey Kong, I've not played very much Donkey Kong, so... Um, I played a little bit of Tropical Freeze. I've not beat it yet. Um, but other than that, I don't have much experience with Donkey Kong. But if they could do like an Odyssey or 3D World like with Donkey Kong, I could I could see that working. That's um, cool. I never I never really thought of that. That's a pretty clever idea. That would be awesome, actually. Um, you mentioned that you played Tropical Freeze. What did you think of it? I thought it was really good. Um, it just, I think it got caught up. Like whenever it, came out on the switch um i can't remember exactly when it was was that before splatoon or i think I, it was I, a little bit after i think it was like the year after splatoon came out okay i think something else came up out after it and i just switched and i haven't ever gone back to it so but i mean it was really good so i, I didn't lose interest in the game itself i just moved on to a different game so yeah, that's understandable. Do you think that if um, if this Tokyo developer were to create another Donkey Kong game, Donkey Kong game, do you think you'd be interested, or you'd just be like, whatever, we'll, and you'd like feel it out? Oh yeah, I'd definitely be interested. I, I mean, I've just I've always missed the Donkey Kongs for some reason or another. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, all right. And uh, Kyle, what about you? Um, how would you feel about uh, EAD Tokyo making a Donkey Kong game and what kind of developer would make uh, the type of game that you'd be interested in? Um, I think if, if uh, the Mario team's making Donkey Kong, that would be bittersweet for me. And I would like it more if we still got an Odyssey too. Because... yeah. I feel like them not doing a sequel to Odyssey would be a big, uh, on a waste of a cool engine and idea. Right. It seems it seems like they left so much. I mean, not that Odyssey doesn't feel like an amazing complete game. It's probably one of my favorite games ever. But like, it seems like there's potential to do so much more with what they've already done. So for them to completely abandon it would be a disappointment. But at the same time, I mean, yeah, I want a new Donkey Kong. I love, I've beat all the, the country games and uh, kind of 100, 100% at all of them too. So, yeah, big Donkey Kong fan. Cool. I mean, how could you not love that DLC that they put out for Odyssey where you like find the balloon and the that's balloons. it? <laughs> yeah. It's like every, so everybody bad. wanted to play as Luigi. That's all I wanted. I wanted them. I wanted to, you know, 100% the game or whatever, and then them be like, hey, now you can do it with Luigi, just like the Galaxy games, but they didn't even give us that. Yeah, I know. It's I was I still to this day can't believe it. But you know, <laughs> I just thought of like how they just updated Super Mario Party with the online feature two years later. So it's like who knows with them? Maybe they'll just add DLC to Odyssey, you know, sometime later this year. That's uh, so weird. Yeah, that's so so weird they didn't do it for it too, because it sold, you know, uh yeah. however many co- what was it? Twenty million copies. <sighs> 
Oh my god. Yeah, probably. Maybe even more. Um, I mean, it has to be one of the best-selling Switch games. So to not keep supporting it and getting more sales out of it, I just I don't get it. But it could be like Mario Galaxy, where they just started to expand on it, but they had so many ideas that they're just like, you know, let's just make a whole new game. But uh, at the yeah, same that's time, what I'm, that's what I'm right? hoping. But they're working on a Donkey Kong game. So if this is true, like. I guess they kind of gave up on it. I don't know. But anyway, um, so the question is, oh, sorry. No, yep, go on. The question is, how long have they been working on this Donkey Kong game? Maybe they're already done with Odyssey 2. That's that's a possibility. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I don't know, yeah. from the sound of it, it seems like, because I remember this happened in 2010 when uh, someone revealed that Retro was working on a Donkey Kong game and then it got revealed at E3. So I feel like we might get this Donkey Kong game reveal at E3. That's, I don't know, I feel like that's how the rumors tend to like manifest into like an E3 reveal shortly after. But we'll see. It's just a rumor. It could be totally wrong. I mean, we all fell for the the Grinch one <laughs> for Smash Brothers. So who knows? Um, and uh, Kyle, so if you could choose any developer to choose to uh, develop any type of game that like really interests you, who would you choose? That's a very open ended question. Huh. Not my question. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a port or a, uh, a port deluxe. So uh, just have Sakurai do a Switch remaster of Kid Icarus mm. and add a few little quality of life things to it. Like Uprising, you mean, right? Like the 3DS? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, please. yeah that yeah, game well. is like... I don't know if you guys have seen, uh, is, is it Biomutant? There's a couple recent releases, and I just think of, like, the interface and, like, the production values of, of stuff and, like, how jank it looks. And then you look at Kid Icarus, and, like, it's a straight-up love letter to the franchise. And yeah. just everywhere you look in the game, there's so much care and detail put into it. Like the yep. voice acting, like the over-the-top, like anime, uh, voice acting and stuff. I think really fits that game, and the, the music's incredible. And yeah, yeah like y- you know the the love and care that went into uh, Sm- Smash Bros. Ultimate, like the exact same amount went into uh, Kid Icarus Uprising. At least I think yeah. so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm with you there. That would be such a treat. And like, I don't know about you guys, but like when I was playing Kid Icarus Uprising on the 3DS, it kind of felt like I was looking through like my phone screen into this insane epic uh, action scene that was happening like all around me. And it was like torturous because it's like, I just want to see the full thing on like a big screen and like have this epic experience get the um the i don't know what the word is uh i just want this like epic gaming experience to get the display (laughs) settings that it deserves i don't know how else to phrase it but um to see kid icarus on the big screen um even without the 3d would just be such a treat so yeah i totally feel you there i mean yeah the the full effect right with like the big screen and maybe surround sound and yep exactly hd and yeah and, and no uh, hand cramp 
There you go. Yep. <laughs> that's what I was gonna that, say. That's actually why I quit playing it because it was. I just thought it was really painful to play. Yeah, I'm totally with you there. I had to space it out in between uh, in between chapters. Um, but Josh, what about you? How would you feel about uh, EAD Tokyo making a Donkey Kong game? And what kind of uh, developer would you like to make a game of your choosing? Yeah, so I'm I'm cool with that. I'll kind of tie both questions together. Um, with that team that had worked on Super Mario Odyssey making it, I feel like it's in, in good, competent hands for sure. Um, I thought Odyssey was awesome. And I would... I don't know if this is the way it's going, but I would love to see a new um, like 3D platformer Donkey Kong game or even something in the vein like I think Jesse had said, um, sort of like 3D world, maybe like kind of a marriage between the two. Um, but yeah, I mean, the one thing, and I guess this goes into the other question that I personally feel is that <laughs> looking back, all the Donkey Kong games seem to be better handled by like Western developers for some reason. Like the ones made by Retro and the way ones made by Old School Rare, I feel like oh, we're true. always the best. And then like the in between there in the 2000s, I feel like they just like I, they did not know how to handle the series. <laughs> and even like thematically, like it just seemed to sort of go off the rails and like kind of an odd, almost generic direction. I don't know how else to explain it, but. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I guess if I could choose, like, just about any developer to make something, it would probably be retro. I feel like I like a lot of what they put, or I love a lot of what they put out. There's just not a whole lot of it. Like, I wish right. that team could be cloned or something, <laughs> so it right. could come out a little quicker. But I'd like to see them make, I don't know, something like a good three platformer again. I, I feel like that was kind of the thing we grew up with, or I grew up with, and then it. Has sort of slowed down like it it's it's definitely not like it was in the 64 days at least yeah and maybe i'm just showing my age or being nostalgic or whatever but that's probably what i would choose or someone to bring back f-zero i would be cool with that yeah no I, i'm totally with you it's really weird and i'm, I'm sure you probably agree but you know, growing up, we just thought 3D platformers were going to be the future. Like, uh, it, we had all these ones back-to-back, Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, Donkey Kong 64, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and then it just stopped. And I just, I don't know, I still am craving those. I, I think that they're so much fun. I think there's, like, a huge demand for them. And I really hope that Mario Odyssey's success sends a message to developers being like, hey, there's a demand for these types of genres and, and types of games, and uh, we're willing to buy them, clearly. So um, hopefully that does happen. But um, it's a little late for this joke, but I was going to be like, <laughs> so how would you feel about a Star Fox racing game? Is that up your alley? <laughs> that. That actually sounded pretty interesting. The only thing I didn't understand when when that leak or whatever that I don't know if you really call it a leak, whatever it was, when that came out, um, I, I love Star Fox and I feel like it doesn't get enough attention as it should. Obviously, yeah. F Zero doesn't, but I didn't understand why they had to merge the two. It's like what if they want to do a racing game? You know, F Zero is just sitting there. You could do a Star Fox game too. I don't quite understand. That may have never been true. I don't know if that's a canceled project. I don't think anybody knows. But right. that just that just still seems like an odd project. But I was still excited to see, you know, yeah. what it would turn out to be if it was real. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think something I wanted to say before was like, I really like when Nintendo experiments with their existing franchises and it's, it sucks when like the reception is kind of cold and people are just like, no, I don't want anything new. I just want everything exactly the same. So it'll be interesting to see how this new Donkey Kong game is received um, because it's like, yeah, I want a little bit of what I'm familiar with, but also it would be pretty cool to have them experiment a little bit. But yeah, this like Star Fox game, from what I understand, it has happened. Like I, I've listened to a whole bunch of podcasts with pretty credible people and they're like, yeah, this has happened and we don't know why they stopped working on it. So will we ever see that? Will it ever see the light of day? I don't know, and uh, maybe we'll make another canceled games episode. <laughs> we actually should have included that now that I think of that, Josh. Um, but anyway, um, so why don't we get into our topic, which is Super Mario 3D World. All right, so I guess I'll start us off with some of our Facebook comments. So um, thank you everyone again for uh, participating and contributing and sharing your thoughts on Super Mario 3D World. Us Bowser Fury, I know I'm gonna forget to mention that a few times, but um, yeah, so Andrew says, 3D World is a decent Mario. Bowser's Fury is 10 out of 10. That is a very interesting hot take and I'm sure we'll get to that. Um, Joel says, I absolutely love both games. 3D World is a great time. Bowser's Fury is something special. If a new Mario game turns out to be a bigger version of that, then we are in for a treat. Matt says, still haven't purchased or played it with a shrug emoji. And that's totally fine. <laughs> um, Andrew says, hardcore fell in love with 3D World. Gave up on Bowser's Fury pretty quickly because I could never figure out what to do. Also understandable. And uh, Ryan says, Super Mario 3D World is awesome. Haven't tried Bowser's Fury because I'm waiting for my snail friends to get the game so that I can enjoy the experience with them. All right. Uh, Michael says, I'll start letting you know. <laughs> I'll start by letting you guys know that you're pronouncing my name right. Because I remember I uh, had some difficulty with that last time. So that's good that I pronounced your name, which is Michael Christopher Perricone. I believe correctly. Uh, 3D World is one of my favorite Mario games, especially once you get to the later levels. They can be a nice challenge. Bowser's Fury is a lot of fun. It also feels as if it was another project Nintendo was working on at some point, and they decided, hey, let's throw it in here. Uh, and then finally, we have Jerry, who says, I love it. I spent the 60 bucks only to play Bowser's Fury. I 100%ed 3D World back on the Wii U. I don't have any desire to repeat that. Even though it is a great game, more willing to hop online with friends to play casually. But the Fury content is great. I 100%ed this extra content too and felt it was worth the price of admission. Interesting. Very cool. Um, so before we get started, um, did you guys have any thoughts on what they were talking about, guys? I agree with most of them, so I don't think okay. I disagree with anybody, so. Yeah, I think um, they're all pretty understandable comments. Like, I, this is a game where I, I understand if people love it, I understand if people don't like it. And um, the same thing with, like, 
and, and this goes for like 3D World and Bowser's Fury. They're both so weird and different and unlike anything we've really experienced before. So um, I'm not really surprised from like these divided opinions, but um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Um, all right, so I guess we'll just get started. So um, I'll give just a tiny bit of background about this game. So uh, Super Mario 3D World originally came out for the Wii U, and that was uh, November 22nd, 2013. Um, as a side note, I highly suggest that people go on YouTube and watch, um, I think we all know by now, Did You Know Gaming? They have a video that like just came out on this game uh, and it's really, really interesting. I've only seen like half of it. I thought it was awesome. So highly recommend that. Um, Super Mario 3D World is uh, developed by Nintendo EAD Tokyo. And before this game came out, they released Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 and 3D Land, which came right before uh, 3D World. Um, after 3D World came out, they released Super Mario Odyssey for the Switch. And Super Mario World is a lot like 3D Land. It's also a 2.5D platformer, but it just kind of, in my opinion at least, takes things to the next level. Except in this game, there is no stereoscopic 3D. So 3D is basically just in the name. I guess if you're getting technical about it, it's not really a 2D game, but it's not like a 3D in-your-face game. But whatever. I'm not even going to start an argument about that. I don't get why they did it, but whatever. Um, okay, so uh, Jesse, have you played the original Super Mario 3D World on the Wii U? Uh, no, not on the Wii U. I, I don't have Wii U and completely miss that time. So, okay, yep. And uh, Kyle, what about you? Yeah, I, uh, I nearly 100%ed it. I couldn't get. Uh, at some point, I quit doing beating the level with each character. But I did complete it with Mario, thanks to Jacob. He came <laughs> over one day and helped me beat a level that was nearly impossible. It's the the ones where you keep collecting the stars. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah, same here. That's I think that was the last level that I played. I just kind of gave up on that one. Yeah, there was one where you had to collect like 30 of them without dying. Okay, and, yeah. Uh, Is yeah. this uh, like a Champion's Road kind of thing? No, it's it's like a is it a toad house? And you go in there and you like you touch the star and you start like you have to kill so many enemies in every room and you just have to keep on doing it and doing it and doing it. Oh, there's one like, where the Yeah, okay. It's next door like, to Champions Road. <laughs> yeah, okay, there's like yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 of them and me and him, I think we played it for like an hour or two. <laughs> Thank you, Jacob. I, I was able to get the uh, Mario the special Mario stamp for that one. Okay, cool. And uh, Josh, what about you? Did you play the original for Wii U? I did. Yep. I um, I didn't fully complete it on there because I couldn't beat Champions Road. I I, I beat the one that Kyle was talking about, um, but I could not do it. I beat it on the Switch version. I actually did it on stream, but uh, it, even then, it took me about an hour and a half of a stream to get to the end of it one time. Yeah. Yeah. I found the difficulty in the game like a little odd. I felt like the first 
few worlds, like a number of worlds were surprisingly quite easy. They kind of like make it out to be more difficult than it really is. Um, but I don't know, each level is like totally different. There's like super easy parts where I'm like, oh, I can easily get all three green stars in one run without even like thinking about it. And there are some levels sprinkled in between where I'm just like, I, this is how to where are they i don't know where they are i've tried everything i don't know what to do i've touched like the touch screen i don't know so um i don't know the the difficulty's all over but that's kind of like the appeal for me it's just kind of interesting to to see how each level is in that way um but for me i did get to play on um, the original on the wii u is one of the main factors why i got a wii u i mean i can imagine that it is for everyone um i needed a wii u for mario kart 8 and rayman legends and i literally bought my wii u the very moment that mario kart uh what am i saying super mario 3d world was announced at e3 um even though i wasn't like a huge fan of what it looked like in that trailer i was just like you know what I trust this developer. They always pull through, so I'm just going to get it. And I really have no regrets. Um, when this game came out, it had really good reviews, surprisingly, because a lot of people thought, like, oh, this is going to be a dud. Um, and it didn't set the world on fire. It sold sold well enough, at least by Wii U standards. But it, you know, it wasn't like a, a, a household mainstay if that's the right way of putting it um but yeah it got a lot of great reviews and it has gotten recently re-released on the switch and it is getting a second win um it's interesting because uh super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury has already outsold the original on wii u and it's only been released for three months so uh this new switch version sold six million copies which is just over how much the original wii u one sold uh throughout its entire lifetime um and you can't really blame them for re-releasing it because mario kart 8 sold gangbusters on the switch you can't really blame them for re-releasing Super Mario 3D World on the Switch because Mario Kart 8 originally sold 8.45 million copies on the Wii U, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch sold 36 million copies, which is outrageous. So I get it. It doesn't really translate too, too well to the Switch, but it translates well enough. But... Guys, what are your overall impressions of 3D World? Let's start with you, Jesse. What do you think of when 3D World comes to mind? Uh, my overall, I think it's probably one of the most accessible Mario's um, as far as like your age range. Um, I mean, my four-year-old plays it. so. Um, and then I think it's probably the best couch co-op on Switch. Yeah. So, how does your four-year-old um, deal with the game? Is the difficulty too much, or like they can figure it out eventually? Oh, she she runs around half the time saying, "Oh, I'm in a bubble. I'm in a bubble." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, she falls off a lot of platforms and stuff, but um, she has fun with it. So, okay, cool. Yeah, that's really yeah, all. I that mean, matters. that's that's kind of the beauty of it is that you know if you have one player that's falling behind like that then yep. they get stuck in a bubble and catch up to you so yep exactly yep and uh kyle what about you what are your overall impressions of like strictly 3d world uh well it was one of those things when i was playing it i thought it was pretty good i was like yeah this is fun and whatever but then i went i think i went back to it i don't know 
like a year later and I was like, man, this game's amazing. And I still think it's a really, really good Mario game. I have trouble ranking all the mainline Marios. So I don't know where I'd put it in, as far as that go. It's better than okay. Sunshine. So there's that. Yeah, I can get behind that. That's fine. Um, Josh, yeah. what about you? Uh, my thoughts over time on it actually have grown more positive. Um, I've never like disliked it, but you know, with the the Wii U, the Wii U release, and maybe it was a timing thing. I kind of felt like I did with the with 3D Land, where it just felt like they were going like the safe route, like it was almost sort of generic Mario instead of yeah. what I kind of prefer with with 3D Mario releases like 64 and Sunshine and Galaxy at the time. Um, and I, it was a little bit disappointing, like to see them like force the flagpole back in there and floating islands with like nothing around them just and platforms and stuff without really any context it just felt almost like a step backwards more than what they've been doing and uh but maybe it's maybe odyssey just scratched that itch for me and then when it came out again i felt a little bit differently but now like that doesn't bother me a whole lot it it just it feels like mario and it I, I don't know what it is exactly, but I'm I'm just a lot more cool with it now. <laughs> I don't think it needs to be much more sometimes. I, I, it's just, it sort of is what it is. It has its charm to it. Um, I, I just still feel like it would be a little bit less, it wouldn't have quite as much of as, as an identity as it has if it wasn't for like the cat suit. Right. But at the same time, I still appreciate it more than I did. And it's, it is a lot of fun. Um, Jesse mentioned it is... Uh, quite accessible, and my my six year old has played with me a good bit, um, and for the most part it is. You know, we talked about the difficulty later on, but you don't necessarily have to do all that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's easy to learn. It's there's plenty of extra little things to do. There's a pretty solid amount of levels. Um, so yeah, I I would recommend it if it's if you're a Mario fan and you haven't tried it out yet. Okay, cool. Yeah, I um, I, I totally understand what you're saying, Josh. Um, I really, really liked 3D Lands. Um, I thought it was just really interesting. Like, I was nostalgic for Super Mario Brothers three. I think I might have said this in like a different uh, show that we did. Um, and I just thought it was a really clever way of kind of like meshing 2D Mario's with 3D Mario's, but um. It's just really strange that it just doesn't have stereoscopic 3D, but they're still sticking with that like isometric point of view. So I thought that was really uh, interesting that they went that route. But you know what? It works. They still found ways, I don't know how, to still have us be able to judge depth in our jumps and stuff like that. So I have to applaud them for that. Um, something that really the two things that really come to mind when i think of 3d world is how great the platforming is in my opinion i feel like when they approach this game they're just like let's just make a really good platformer it doesn't have to have a theme like the the galaxy games or like odyssey with like uh, it just exploring these different worlds let's just make a great platformer and just have 
everything be as random as it needs to be just so that we have these interesting level designs. So that's what I really think of. I just think it's a great, great platformer and really challenges you in different ways, especially with like the different characters that you have available and like the items and these little secrets and stuff. So I think it's like a great blend of all the different things that the Mario games do well. And um, kind of tying into that, I just love the variety in the game. Like each stage is completely different from the other. Um, there are a few that kind of like echo other ones, but um, they just each each one just kind of like focuses on something a little bit different. Um, there's like a, a Mario Kart themed stage. There's one that. Uh, focuses on like the beat of the music or the rhythm or whatever and there's just so much variety and i really appreciate that because i have such a short attention span <laughs> and can't commit to anything but you know something i was really bummed about like i mentioned before is that there isn't a theme to these games it's just random stuff thrown together and at first i was really off-putting but i've come to really appreciate that because it's just it's just mario themed it's just you know, mushrooms, like Josh said, floating stuff and cats, <laughs> just random crap. And you know what? Once you come to accept that, it's just like, hey, whatever. This is just a great game. Do what you got to do. Throwing cats and cherries or whatever. <laughs> Propeller heads. Um, so, yeah. And like trains, too. I don't know what's with the trains and the cars and the vehicles, but um, I don't know. I've come to just accept them for being the, the charming things that they are. So, don't um, forget this. Are they called Sprixies? Oh, gosh. I have mixed feelings about those. Oh, you know, I, after I thought, a while. Uh, I is that, they were pretty is that cool. what the fairies are called? Yeah, yeah. My son yeah, the asked Sprixie me that Kingdom. Night. My son asked me, he's like, why does it say Sprixie Kingdom? He didn't understand right. um, what it was. And I was like, oh, that's just the name of the kingdom. I didn't realize right. that was the name for the fairies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Little, little they're guys. based you on like them, the... Subcon, I think they're called subcons from Super yeah. Mario Bros. Two. What? Oh, I had no idea. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good you, to know. Do you remember when you beat the game at the ending? All those little fairy things come out of the whatever that thing he pulls the cork out of. Okay. Oh yeah. wow, that is a deep cut. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they I don't... they use some uh, Mario Two stuff in it, like. Obviously, playing as Princess Peach and her floating, but like the uh, the slot machine with the music from Mario Two. Oh, and okay. I'm sure there's some other stuff too. Right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah, I like these little like nods to past games, and um, I guess that's yeah, like, why it kind of feels random because it's just like let's just throw all these fun little tidbits from past games into it. Like it's interesting. they even. Uh, it almost makes like the the gold stuff they did in the game almost made uh, New Super Mario Bros. Two worth existing, right? Because of okay. that, they got to you know add all that gold stuff. Like, isn't there a, a completely gold train level? Uh, randomly hidden. Yeah. Is there? Okay, yeah. I know there's like a few mini levels that are all gold. I don't know. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, true. I know now you're like giving me a new perspective on this game. I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to go back and really play it, thinking of like, uh, think of it, thinking of it within the context of all these other Mario games have that have existed in the past and like these little subtle nods and stuff. And yeah, to me, like it was it was. Uh, if you were a fan of the NES Mario games, it was like, uh, I guess, a dream come true because. Yeah, yeah. It checked off all the 
boxes for, you know, yeah. that style of game. Yeah, and maybe like I don't know with three D land, it was like a very clear nod to Super Mario Brothers three. So maybe they're just like, hey, let's uh, give a, a stronger nod to Mario Brothers two, because. Um, you know, now that you mentioned that, it seems like there's like a, a pretty big emphasis on those types of uh, little references, I guess. Um, why don't we um, talk about Bowser's Fury? I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on Bowser's Fury. So, Jesse, what did you think of it? I, I loved it. Um, I I really enjoyed the controls. Um, I felt like it controlled a little bit better than Odyssey. Um I prefer the power-ups over um, using Cappy. And it was nice that I didn't have to worry about trying to use the Joy-Cons individually. I could just use my Pro Controller. That's my preference yeah. to play. So, yeah. Um, I, I, the music in the game really surprised me. Um, I can't remember the the names of the different levels i think like one of them was like the mountaintop one it was kind of like out in the water but you like were climbing the entire time and the music on that level was just excellent um yeah and several the other ones too and i know it said level but it's kind of like just more of an area um, right but i kind of like how they how they did that i would love to see like a full-fledged game where you have like that's your world kind of like 3d world and yep. then you have the different kind of levels, kind of sandbox within it. And then you could go on to multiple uh, worlds from there. But Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool how they tied all these different stages kind of together. Um, yeah, I totally am with you there. Um, Kyle, what about you? Uh, I have mixed feelings about it. Okay. Because uh, my dream for a Mario game was to have... Uh, like. It was like my biggest dream for a 3D Mario to have the uh, classic power-ups in it with like no timer because in Galaxy they have timers on them. Oh, right. And uh, they barely even use power-ups in Mario 64. So this was like a dream come true. And then I played it and I was like, man, something feels off about this game. And I can't quite put my finger on it. I don't know if it's just everything being in one level technically just big open area or, or what or maybe because it was built on uh, super mario 3d world it didn't feel like a new mario because mm. you know you you uh every, at least for me every time i play a brand new mario game it feels like this new special thing and uh right i didn't get that maybe i'll, I'll uh I think I felt the same, kind of the same way about Galaxy 2. So maybe, uh, and now Galaxy, I think Galaxy 2 is the better game out of the two galaxies. So maybe I Thank just need, you. need some uh, time between it to go back and appreciate it. I don't know, but yes, something was missing. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's understandable. Um, I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings on it, but overall, I I personally really like it. Um, well, Josh, let me uh, let me talk to you about it. So, what did you think of Bowser's Fury? I'm really curious. Yeah, uh, I I definitely enjoyed it. We completely uh, well, we completed it. I, I mostly played it with my daughter on co-op. Um, we kind of switched off back and forth between Mario and Bowser Jr. So it was a fun sort of like side game to 3D World. I I wish. 
it was a little bigger, like maybe not just in scope, just a little more depth to it. So like w- once we fully completed it, there's not really much of a reason to go back. Like there was a mm-hmm. little Easter egg or two. Yep. And and she kind of likes having the sandbox, so there's that. But, like, I don't really have much reason. Like, I turned it on today just because I knew we were doing this episode. And I went back in that mode, and I'm like, oh, you know, this is still kind of fun to run around in for a second. But there's just not much else to do. It kind of feels like it's over too soon. Um, okay. So it, it definitely feels sort of like just a little extra thing that the, the bigger 3D world than, like, you know, half the yeah. game. But still, I mean, what's there is fun. Um I think with 3D Mario, I still sort of prefer the way it feels with with games like Odyssey or 64 Galaxy. That just just a little bit more. Um, I don't know what it was with this. It, it still, it, I, I don't want to sound negative because I really did enjoy it. It's just uh, it, it wasn't quite what I wish it could be. Okay. Uh, but for the most part, though, I, I really did enjoy it. Um, it, it was nice going at sort of an open world area a little bit differently with the power-ups and things like that. Um, yeah. I just, uh, I, I don't know if I want like a full fledged game out of that next, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I've, I've mixed feelings on it. Um, yeah. I, I really like that. It's a nice distraction from, 3d world and that it's just like kind of included with the game um definitely justifies the price a little bit and it's, it's interesting because 3d world is based around like 2.5d platforming but now with bowser's fury it's the same game engine i i imagine um at least the controls feel the same but now this like 2.5d platforming control now is in 3d like full 3d where you're running around so i just thought that was really interesting um but it is c- pretty cool, like Jesse said, that it's like this huge open world, but there's these little sections that are kind of connected, and you kind of like feel like you're entering a specific stage as you walk into it because the music changes, and it just like each section kind of has its own unique feel. So I think that they really did a great job in that way. Um, something that kind of bothers me about Bowser's Fury is like the Bowser parts. Um, I really appreciate why they did that and um, kind of how they did it, but the randomness of it is just like, I don't know, sometimes I'm just like, oh yeah, let's do this, whatever, but other times I'm just like, I am not in the mood, I was just where I needed to be, (laughs) like, just wait, just wait, (laughs) I'm almost done, Um, and then it just doesn't go away (laughs) until uh, I'm just like too annoyed and kind of just jump off, I'm just like, screw it, I'll just start over again. Bowser um, gets super annoying. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say like, it looks pretty cool. I like how he looks with like, you know, the darkness and the fire, and then you turn into a super Saiyan cat for some reason. That's the part where I'm just like, I don't know about this. I didn't need this, but whatever. Um, but yeah, that's, I would say that's like the part that kind of annoys me, but, um, I, I kind of have to disagree with Jesse about the controls just a tiny bit. I kind of feel weird about the controls i just feel like with a 2.5d game that these controls were kind of originally meant for in a 3d space it's just a little uh they're a little too like i don't know what the word is like rigid i guess but they're they're totally fine i don't have too much of an issue with them but um i will say like the graphics are awesome 
the music is awesome. I was not expecting that at all. I just thought it was just a stupid little thing that I would forget about, kind of like uh, what's that other game? Um, like uh, the, what, Mario and Luigi, and there's like Bowser's Bowser Junior's side thing. I just Bowser's like, Minions is that it? Yeah, I, I don't even know what it is, but I'm just like I don't care about that. Um, so yeah, I just I thought it was going to be like that, but they clearly put a lot of thought and effort into this, and it's. A lot more delightful than I expected, and um, I think the the stages are just so interesting, and I love the little secrets, and I like the weirdness with the cats, so um, it's fine, uh, totally harmless, and um, I do recommend people give it at least a try. Um, so let me ask you guys, give me one thing that you love about this game, and this includes Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, and one thing that you do not like about these these like collections of games. So, um, Jesse, let's start with you. What's something you love about 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, and something you're not a huge fan of? Uh, 3D World, I love the variety of levels. Um, you know, kind of like you mentioned, you have your side-scrolling 2d or 2.5d and then you also have your like forward linear um levels you have your top down um you have your uh different timed levels and things like that um and but all your boss fights are still 3d um i I really enjoyed that um as far as what i don't like um in bowser's fury uh how bowser doesn't go away even after you complete it 100 percent. and it's like even just to run around it gets unpleasant because he's coming back and it gets really annoying um and then as far as uh 3d world uh sometimes the camera gets kind of wonky um and that can definitely um mess you up on your your platform so um kind of a I have a love hate relationship with with cat Mario um in one hand he's kind of op and is almost like a, a cheat in both games in 3d world and Bowser's Fury um on the other hand it makes it a lot more accessible for um younger people to play so but. yeah no those are great points um yeah the cat mario thing when it was first revealed in that i think it was like the e3 reveal i was just like wait what that it's he's just a cat though and he climbs up things what what's impressive about that but the more you play the game and you kind of tinker around with him it's just like all right first of all it's kind of cute and second of all it's kind of cool and like the just the climbing aspect you don't really realize how useful and interesting that can be until you play around with it but like you said it is kind of like a cheat mode so i don't know i'm kind of mixed on it it's like yeah it's a cheat mode but at the same time sometimes i don't feel like going through the level without it and i just kind of want to use it and get through and get what i need um so yeah i i totally feel you there um uh, kyle what about you um so my i think my favorite thing is the for 3D world would be the cat suit after Jesse just ripped on it. Uh, <laughs> I, I said it's a love hate. I mean, I do like it. I like some of the things they did with it, like hiding a stamp on top of a pipe in the middle of like, you know, things like that. But, and I yeah, love the character a, design. Yeah. It makes for uh, finding 
see it makes finding secrets fun you know climbing up in random yeah. spots and uh yeah i just uh felt like the cat suit was a uh, after kind of the goofy dumb ones they had in uh well i mean the cat suit's goofy too but just like the i don't know that they, they the new super like the cloud Mario. one no actually i i like that one yeah same like the 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 one mainly the new super mario brothers games just oh, the, like like, like the penguin suit Right, not yeah. a fan of and uh the propeller hat yeah i'm not a fan of that one i mean it's okay sometimes depends on yeah what you're trying to do but yeah it's a little but weird you look at it and you're like oh okay he's in a track <laughs> suit or a jumpsuit or whatever it's not that yeah. cool so the cat suit was uh kind of felt like a modern uh, tan- uh tanuki suit so oh yeah, yeah. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah, that's interesting. Plus, As I, yeah, you, at first, you like, get the I gold. Kinda, uh, what's that? I, at first, I thought it was kind of creepy <laughs> when he was first revealed in the trailer. There's just something about like a guy with a mustache and a cat suit. I'm just like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. But uh, you, you kind of grow to love it. Um, what were you going to say, Kyle? I was going to say, plus, I guess it is pretty much modern Tanuki suit because you can, uh, if you get the special bell or whatever it's called, you can turn mm-hmm. into the gold statue Mario, and yeah. which basically works the same as the statue Tanuki. Right. Uh, and what I like, uh, I think I, I just like for, uh, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank, Bowser's Fury, the, just the design of some of the world I thought was super cool. Like... I don't know if I just didn't get to it or it opened up later, but the uh, fiery mountains that seemed like it was later on in Bowser's Fury with uh, like the mountain shaped like cats and just the, sh- the architecture of the stuff was super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah and then, like I said earlier for, for the negative on uh, Bowser's Fury was that it, it didn't have that new Mario feel. Right. Like that special new Mario Phil. Yeah. 3D World, probably how hard they made it is to get all the stamps. Mm. That's annoying. Because I, I actually, I, like, I love the artwork. The, uh, yeah. The kind of old school looking artwork you can collect in the game. And, like, not be able to collect it all is a bummer. Uh, wait, so why, um, is it just, like, too hard for you? Is that what you mean? For some of them? Well, you have to... I think you have to beat every level with every character. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Okay. Which is kind of ridiculous. Uh, is that wow. right, Josh? I think you feel like you've played yeah. it the most. Yeah, that's the one thing I haven't done in the Switch wow. version, just because I, I I was getting two done at a time with my daughter, but some levels, like, you know, I, she can't handle later on, or just I just play it on my own, and it gets a little tiring trying to grind that pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, I'm really surprised that they even included the stamps. I guess it makes sense because, like, you'd still need a collectible in the areas where the stamps originally were if they were to change it. But um, originally, the stamps were for Miiverse, and you would just, like, decorate your post with the stamps that you would collect, which in the Wii U version is, like, a huge incentive, or at least it was at the time. Um, and it sounds silly, but, like, there's just something about that that was really charming and, and pretty cool. But now it's just like, I think you just collect them. 
and oh i think like you can stamp things in the snap uh snapshot mode or something if you take pictures um okay that's a pretty clever way of still using the stamps and stuff i don't take pictures of my games ever and that's just not a thing for me but hey you know what maybe kids like it a lot i'm sure they do so whatever and th- josh it's, was pretty a, good at it did you see i've it? abused it i've done it no a lot. i have yeah oh, yes. he took some pretty cool looking photos I did some today again. Oh no! <laughs> and and they put the stamps in color, which I thought was cool. Yeah, yes, they do look yeah. really good. Yeah, nice little touch, I guess, because That's... you know, Meverse was in black and white, so it's good that they, you know, t- took it to the next level <laughs> that way. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Josh, what about you? What are your favorite and least favorite things about 3D World and Bowser's Fury? I'm um, so a 3D World. Um... I'd say some of my favorite things, uh, I think Jesse had mentioned this, is some of the level variety. Like, there's one, I don't want to spoil too much in case someone hasn't played it, but there's one that's like Mario Kart, almost. Like, you're running the whole time, it's playing Mario Kart music. Um, There is, like, the train levels. There's the Captain Toad ones to help break things up a little bit. Um, Which was so good, it got a spinoff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is cool. Also on Switch. It's almost hard to go back to the 3D World ones after the uh, playing the spinoff game because I feel like they're a little more like just low key than than the actual full Captain Toad game. But right. there's still a nice like split from the rest of the game. But yeah, I really like all there is to do, and I think it's got a pretty decent length. It's uh, long enough to not feel like you were cheated, but it's also not too long to possibly go back in a few years and want to play through it again. If that makes sense, it's not too daunting if you're just doing a quick run through um now if i guess for something i didn't like uh we had mentioned this some earlier as well is just some of the the grindiness to it mostly because it wants you to beat every stage with all five characters and that can get did you say five characters i thought there were only four josh (laughs) (laughs) i I can't remember what's been officially revealed so i won't even say anything no no (laughs) at this point i mean the game came out how long ago so you're good yeah i'm just joking with you but so stuff like that gets a little annoying and and along with uh i still i've grown to appreciate it a lot in its own way um but i still feel like some of the style was playing a little generic or a little safe and kind of into that pandering to nostalgia kind of stuff, like having to put a flagpole in there or make things blocky looking um, when they kind of don't have to do that anymore. But again, that's kind of grown on me more. Uh, I, I will say one other little negative. I know you only said one, but where the heck is Yoshi? Like, he didn't even get a cameo. That's a great like, point. I, I don't quite understand. Yoshi's one of my favorites, but I don't understand like why why didn't he get a cameo or something? Like I know right. him playable would be a problematic with his flutter jump and tongue and all that, but still, like he didn't get nothing. Anyhow, <laughs> something. Yeah, I remember uh, from Mario Galaxy One. I just played the whole game and I loved it. And then I remember seeing feedback online like, "Where's Yoshi?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, where is Yoshi?" <laughs> and I guess he had like a little planet, so at least he was acknowledged in a little bit. Or I'm sorry, he was acknowledged a little bit in the game. But with Galaxy Two, they're just like, "Okay, okay, yeah. listen, <laughs> we'll give you Yoshi." So <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to be happening with 3D World. But no, that's a really great point i haven't really thought about that and you can um, make a your save file icon in galaxy yoshi 
um, too, but yeah. What a tease, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, with Bowser's Fury, I mean, again, there's no Yoshi over there either at all. But the, <laughs> Bowser's Fury, I, I did appreciate for something a little different, a little bit of a different take on something in between 3D World and like the 3D platformer games like, like Odyssey. And I, I felt like it was a pretty decent break from 3D World with, with very similar mechanics. Um, so I, I appreciated it a lot for what it was. And I even liked what they tried to pull off with uh, Bowser popping up every so often. It almost reminded me of like, not quite the same thing, but almost like Majora's Mask, um, where there's just kind of always something else going on in the background. And he would actually like activate some platforms and things like that. So that was kind of neat. Or you'd have to use his fire breath to knock down some walls. Yeah. Um, so I thought things like that was cool. Um, I didn't like um, quite as much. Like I mentioned earlier, it just felt like they started to make something really cool and then they just sort of quit. Like it just it felt a little small, like for for what I was expecting, I think. Um, it, it The way they sort of advertise it made it look like it's half this package you're getting, but it ended up just kind of being a few hours of it. Um, right. and it, it was kind of all in one little area, but besides that, it, it was, it was a good time for the most part. Both of these games are, are really, really good. Yeah. Um, no, I, I totally understand like everyone's points. And like I said before, it's, um, it's an understandably divided or it has an understandably divided reception but for me personally um i mentioned this already i just love the variety in this game and it's one of these games that i'll just keep going back to it because each stage like i said before again it just is totally different from the other and i also feel like it's just like this timeless platforming gameplay that just will never get old um so uh, yeah um like Josh mentioned before, I think the Captain Toad levels were really interesting. Or I'm sorry, I don't know if that was Josh or not. But um, yeah, the Captain Toad levels were really interesting. Um, I also thought the double cherry item, at first when that was revealed, I just didn't care for it. I thought it was kind of dumb. But I thought it was just a really clever, interesting idea. And when you play with it, it's just like, oh, this is there's like a lot you can do with this. I never would have thought of something like this. And uh, I believe in the video that I mentioned, the YouTube one, like, did you know gaming? They mentioned that it was actually a glitch. And they just decided to make it an official item when they were playing around with it. So I just thought that was pretty yep. cool. And um, it gets crazy because, like, the more Mario's you unlock, it's just like, oh, it's almost like Pikmin now. Um, so I just thought it was a, a very interesting uh, little item. Um, I think finding all the green stars is awesome and a great uh, – it kind of adds to the replayability of the game. And I think Bowser's Fury is really – awesome as like a first draft to that type of game design um i honestly would have expected it to be much worse than it really is but there's a lot of really really awesome ideas i think if i were to like grade bowser's fury i would have given it like a c plus there's a lot of awesome stuff there but it just needs like a little bit of refining maybe like a b but um 
some of the levels that I think were really interesting in the game are like there's these like green platforms where depending on where you stand on them, they kind of change the trajectory of where you're going. And then there's like these switches where if you bounce into them, they change the trajectory of like the track that you're on. So I really, really enjoyed those. I thought those were so interesting. And there's this level where you're like bouncing on these purple ants and I just really like those ants <laughs> and uh, I just think it's a really cool like platforming idea. Um, some things I'm not too hot about is, well, for starters, the Koopas, there's like a cat version of the Koopas and they just look really weird <laughs> and they make me feel uncomfortable and I just avoid them. They just look strange. Um, the Sprixies, it's just like, uh, how many times do I have to like save a female like that Bowser captured at this point? It's just like, uh, come up with like a new shtick, please. Um, and the bosses, I'm not like, I like the bosses a lot. I think they look really cool, but they're just not that difficult. Um, they have really cool designs, but you know, there's like this rock one and the snake guy, like the king snake. And I'm just, it, it took me one run to to beat them. And I was just like, where's the challenge here? Um, I know they were in like the first few levels, but like it was not a challenge whatsoever. I think they could have um, made that a little bit more interesting. Um, and I think the overworld, I'll end with that. I think the overworld is a little strange. There was like this pipe that I could go to and I went through it and I was on like this higher peak of the overworld and it just made me like look behind me and that's it. There was absolutely no advantage to it. There was no point in seeing the stages that were ahead of me. Like I'll get there when I get there. I'm glad that it was a little interactive in that way, but it just didn't, there's no benefit to that. So so the last question that I have for you is, what would you say to someone who has not yet played Super Mario 3D World and they're kind of on the fence? So uh, let me start with Josh this time. So Josh, what would you say to someone who has not yet played Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury? Well, I guess it kind of depends on their experience with Mario in the past, but uh, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, I mean, if you like the 2D games, you'll probably like this one. I'd it's hard to really make much of a comparison to it, honestly, where it's it's sort of its own thing. I mean, if, if they played 3D Land, you know, depending on their thoughts on that. Um, I, I think it's, to me, it's it's really kind of one that's hard to to straight up just, like, hate. Um, I mean, you know, most, just about anybody likes a decent Mario game, you know. Um, so, I mean, if they have a way to give it a shot, then just give it a go. I know that sounds kind of like a generic answer, but it's it just kind of is what it is with this one. <laughs> okay. And uh, Kyle, what about you? What would you say to someone who's like kind of on the fence with this game? Huh. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm of the mindset that Mario's for everybody. So, yeah. I would ask them why they aren't playing the game. To be honest, <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, uh, actually. Why are you fair. depriving yourself? <laughs> Of this I, right, like, like, yeah. Mario's like the king of video games in a way. So if you're not playing Mario, even with this game, which is a little bit different from other ones, then what are you doing? What are you playing? <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't know. To me, it's like, it's like the best parts of being a kid. All like any Mario, any good Mario game is is 
that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. And uh, Jesse, what about you? Yeah, I would, you know, go back to um, the couch co-op. Uh, I mean, I think it's far and away um, the best couch co-op on the Switch. Um, I think Mario Kart 8 is probably the only other one that comes close. So, um, yeah. and, you know, I mean, we didn't talk about it at all, but, I mean, you tried out the online and it was flawless. I mean, we were... Yeah jumping all over each other and <laughs> knocking each other off platforms and picking each other up and throwing each other. And I didn't experience any lag whatsoever, uh, at least on my end. So, um, yeah. even I, I had heard some people kind of grumble about the online. Um, but you know, having tried it, I don't know if maybe servers are bogged down at launch or something, but I mean, we tried it tonight and it was really nice. So, yeah, no, I totally agree. I was really surprised by that. I'm sure you were too. Like like you said, I've heard that the online was just awful. And that's why I wasn't really making a huge push for all of us to play online because I'm just like, uh, I kind of know what to expect. But I was very delighted and surprised by how well it played when you and I played together. Um, so for context, you and I played like two levels. Um, I think, I don't know, there were whatever we just played two stages and there was no lag at all it was basically like we we're right next to each other um yep. one thing that i will say i don't know how if you might agree with this but i feel like the grabbing of each other was kind of annoying because i didn't mean to do that to you as much as i ended up doing it yeah no it, it happens all the time you're just you're holding dash to platform and if you get too close to one another you pick the other person up so um, sure but That's i mean it's one of those things that when you're playing multiplayer, um, you kind of just have to take it easy um, and not necessarily, you know, focus on finding everything um, because it, it can definitely get frustrating. Like I said, jumping on one another and, you know, there was times I jump and like you jump at the same time, but you jump lower and then I land on top of you and it, it right. throws me <laughs> up in the air. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you remember when we were playing and like just randomly, I would just like spin around, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just swirling. I was like, "How did this happen? I didn't mean for that to happen." So I don't know what caused that, but that's uh, another thing. Yeah, that was if you jump on the other person's head, it it launches you into that like spin jump. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, I was just like, I just want to get over there. Why am I spinning around? Um, so there's like little quirks like that um, where you like bounce off of each other, you accidentally grab each other, you spin around or whatever. But I mean, I had a great time overall, and I would definitely recommend people at least check it out. If you have friends that like you, you have like similar uh gameplay abilities i think it's it could be a really great time and it's great that this game got re-released with an online mode so um i think it's like you said it's just a great multiplayer game if you have the right people um okay uh well last question real quick if this game if if there's a sequel to this game announced at e3 how would you feel just real like one sentence answer so jesse how would you feel if there's a sequel to this game announced at e3 uh, I, I mean, I would kind of want more of it. I mean, I like the way everything plays. Um, but I mean, it, I think they would have to do everything completely new. Um, mm -hmm. 
you know, yeah. completely new world design. And I mean, obviously you can have like kind of the same layout to some things, but um, I wouldn't want anything to look the same. Um, and I don't know if I would want them to keep Cat Mario or maybe kind of introduce something new. Right. Um, but yeah, okay. I, I would be excited for it in a way, but I think they would have to do a lot to kind of go from here. So. Yeah, totally. Right. Um, yeah, I, I think the art style definitely needs uh, a, a f- fresh coat of paint, I guess. Uh, Kyle, what about you? How would you feel if there was a sequel to this series announced? Uh, much as I like it, I'd be bummed for sure. I, mm. I'm, I'm telling you, I want to, I want another Odyssey sequel, uh, game. Yeah, totally. Same here. So even if it's like just in the form of DLC, we need some type of, uh, throw back to that or, you know what I mean? Uh, Josh, how would you feel about a sequel? I think I'm kind of with Cal on that. Like this, this really is a great game and, uh, I'm, I'm very happy with it. But I think right now, and maybe it's just where I just played through this again, you know, this year, um, I, I think I'd rather see something a little different or something more akin to Odyssey myself, something a little more grand. Um, but, I mean, if they did do it and they did it right, it, it could be, you know, it could be great as long as there's Yoshi. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> right. as, as long as they would update it right and maybe, you know, again, sort of a different look so to speak, and completely different worlds, different characters maybe, or power-ups, what have you. Um, So they would really have to do it right (laughs) if if that happened. Yeah, they would have to make it a lot more interesting. Um, I think what they have here is like a great foundation, but I think it could use a little bit more polish, and maybe that could be achieved through uh, a more proper sequel. I just think, I don't know, they, they have something really great going here. So I do hope that they do um, revisit it at some point in the future and include like new interesting power-ups, like um, like what Josh said, maybe the inclusion of Yoshi and hopefully like a new art style. I'm kind of sick of this like generic Mario look. Um, they really need to spice it up in some way. But um, overall, I really, really enjoy Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. I know we've been critical about certain parts of it, but I think overall we've all had like a really positive experience and really appreciate the things that it's done that are a little bit different. And um, as a platformer, I think it's terrific and genuinely hope that more people are stay open-minded to this game so um thank you guys very very much for joining me um for this episode um oh jesse did you want to add something i did i wanted to add two things um yeah they both of the character designs for bowser and bowser's fury and in 3d world um are probably some of my favorites um or technically i guess in 3d world is meowser (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's like the title. One of the tracks is actually called Meowser. So um, I thought that was really cool. Um, And then also the kind of like infomercial like ending to the game because it's like, but wait, there's more. (laughs) And then you get that done and then, but wait, there's more. (laughs) So Right. Well, thank you guys very much for joining me for this episode. I know it's been a long one, but I think we all uh, covered all of our bases quite well with this game. Um, So 
Thank you to our listeners for joining us as well. Um, if you want to contact us about any of our future episodes, you can do that by leaving us a voicemail at 317-969-5690. And our email is nintendonostalgiain at gmail.com. And you can also find us on all these different social media platforms. Josh actually just made us a TikTok account, so you can look forward to a lot more content there. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Open-ended question. Uh, Not my question. <laughs> <laughs>